When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Yeah, nice work from you, Stone Cold. Nice work from you indeed. Darren Crocker not too far away from joining us. AFLW prelims this weekend. North Melbourne taking on the powerhouse Melbourne on Saturday, Friday night, Brisbane taking on Adelaide. Just in the double... In fact, Darren Crockett... Where is, that, where is that, the North Melbourne game being played? Uh, the, North Mel- that's, uh, the North Melbourne game is... Well, let's ask Darren Crocker, who's been good enough to join us right now. Um, are, you, are you going to... Is it Prince's Park? Is it Icon Oval that you're playing at it? Or are they going to take you down to... Um, out to their home ground, Darren? Where are you playing? And thanks for joining us on the show. No, Andy. Yeah, um, thanks for having me, boys, firstly. And it is out at Icon Park is uh, we officially know it as Princess Park back in the day. So um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it'll be good to uh, be able to get a good crowd down uh, out uh, out of Carlton there. Are they? They look to me before we talk about you and your mob. They they look as cherry ripe Melbourne as they ever have. Are they equal to, if not the biggest test in the AFLW this season, Darren? Uh, them, them in Brisbane, yeah, you know, yep. I think Andy, they're, um, you know, they're probably the two standouts. Um, you know, Adelaide have always been thereabouts and, uh, and are a very good, strong, robust team. But I, I think, uh, you know, Melbourne and, uh, and Brisbane, just from their scoring power, and, you know, just, you know, are, are a huge threat, you know, on the basis of that, especially in AFLW where scores can be, hard to come by. Those two teams just seem to be able to score um, on a weekly basis pretty strongly. So, you know, that's, uh, that's something that we're going to have to try to make sure we curb on the weekend. They look to, they look a team that is very keen to get it out, change the angles and, you know, change directions of attack and get teams, you know, out of their sort of defensive zones and challenge teams on the other, get it to the fat side as quick as they can. Is that, a, is that how... Melbourne plays their footy. Is that is that their great strength, their ability to kind of change the angles quickly and, and with a high degree of skill? Uh, yeah, it is. They, um, you know, I'd imagine that they do would do a lot of work on their ball movement. You know, it yep. just looks like um, it's something that they've really honed in on and thought, well, you know, we'll we'll work on this to try to differentiate, you know, um, us from others um, without the way we try to chain the football. Um, so they're very heavily corridor biased, you know, with their ball movement. They like to chain the ball through the uh, through the corridor, but or if you are blocking up the corridor pretty well, they don't mind to then going to the um, to the open side of the ground. So that's something that we're uh, we're going to have to be uh, right on um, our ability to try to slow them down where possible. They they are very big uh, using their hands as well away from the contest and also just in transition. They'll, they like to use their hands. They like to run from behind. So, 
you can't give them that room to be able to just chain with their hands. They've got to be absolutely up on that and making sure that uh, you're putting that, that handball type of game or running type of game under a lot of pressure. As the women's game evolves, Croc, uh, and this is, this is a question I ask without judgment and trying to diminish the women's game because, you know, you and I both have got enormous regard for it and it's genuine regard mm. for it. But as the game develops and strategically it starts to get a bit more sophisticated, is it still... You, you've got to be able to stop an opposition team, obviously, but is it an, is it a, an, is it an easier game to... Um, plan against you've got to stop the oppo from doing what but do they have as big a range of um possibilities um to throw at you as maybe we see in the men's game i think andy you know especially with uh the growth of the game with expansion you know the four new teams that have come in and we're now all represented you know with 18 teams um you know, it, they've had a very short period of time, some of these teams, to be able to embed a game plan. And I would have thought that the simplest way for coaches to have gone about it is, um, you know, it would be about the contest, you know, making sure that we're, we're strong in the contest yeah. and getting the ball forward from the contest. So I imagine that, you know, their, their defence is pretty pretty basic, you know, it's, you know pretty much one-on-one. And then it becomes just about territory when they get the ball in hand. So... I think that would probably be a pretty strong basis for a lot of the teams to build on just in their infancy. Yep. But for some of the teams that have actually been in the competition for uh, for a while, um, they've been able to put a few layers on top of that. As you said, probably a little bit more with uh, you know Melbourne with their their ball movement, changing angles, using their hands a little bit more. Um, Brisbane, you know, really strong territory team. They get a lot of speed ahead of the football. It's, um, and they're very good at their uh, their contest method. When they take a contest, they layer that really well. So, and then there's other teams defensively that are probably trying to play with a little bit more system, you know, than just um, a basic one-on-one type of defence. So I think you know there will be teams as we go that will just layer, um, you know, the more basic game, and the game will just improve all the time. Hey, Darren, oh, no, just on a more yeah. broader sense, and I guess it speaks to some of the things you just spoke about there, but when you look at what's happening uh, right now with the potential uh, issues with ground av- availability, have do you think we've got it right with the timing of when the season's being played? And uh, I thought when... when before when you when there was that overlap at the start of the season and that combination you have with the men is actually a healthy thing and maybe that that they could look towards more doing more of that yeah look i think um it's well in answer your question gage it's much better this time of year than when it was you know like my yeah, first right. couple of seasons yeah. um you know but playing it in the warmest months of the year on the same size oval that the men play on with two less players. I don't think that was great for the product of AFLW. Mm. So, you know, and, and with, and you also put on, you know, you're working with part-time athletes, you know, that are working during the day and, and come in of a night time to train. So that combination wasn't great when the time of the season was, was that time of year. This is a much better time of year. There's no doubt about that. And I think you're right. You know, um, the the combination or the overlap was a, was good for the game, mm. for our game. Whether we've got enough 
you know, eyeballs on our game throughout that period because obviously the men's finals, you know, were taking precedence at that, that mm. time of the year. Um, but with 10, you know, at the moment we're only a 10-game home and away season and that will obviously build out and I think it will probably build out the other way. It won't go back towards Christmas, I would assume. I'd imagine it would go back more into the men's season, which would then mean that we're playing more into the home and away season of the men's program. And, you know, hopefully it's a way of actually getting, you know, a few more um, supporters, you know, that are supporting your men's program, you know, just getting rusted on with our, uh, with our yeah. women's programs as well. So do you like the idea mm. of double headers? Like the... the the women playing before the men is—is is that or the other way around? Is that something that yeah. that you you like the idea? Yeah, of? I really like the idea of that, Andy. I, we um, we played uh, last time we played Melbourne actually was round two, which was right. uh, we played a uh, curtain raiser at the MCG to the uh, Melbourne Sydney final, and um, you could just see the second half of our game. Well, firstly, the, it was the first time a lot of our players had played on the G, so that was you know. <laughs> you had to rein them in a little bit uh, because of the excitement around that. Yeah. But the other thing was the second half of that game as the crowd built for the men's game, um, it was uh, really exciting for the girls to play in, in front of that type of atmosphere. Um, we, we had a similar situation my first season. We played a game. It was a men's, it was a men's first round one game and we played the last round of the season up at the Gabba against Brisbane. And uh, Sydney and uh, and Brisbane and the men's were playing after us. And it was a similar thing. Like the atmosphere and the build for the men's game, you know, really added to uh, to what the girls were feeling out on the ground. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, just before, what sort of nick are you in? How's the squad looking? Yeah, the squad's pretty good, mate. Pretty pretty strong. Um, you know, we got a couple of uh, couple of niggles, but um, you know, obviously this time of year, it's uh, you're getting to the pointy end. It's it's you know, 10 home and away, and now we've played two finals, um, you know, and, you know, really contrasting finals games. One was just a, a you know, low-scoring, dour, tight affair against Geelong that we were able to sort of find a way to win, which was really encouraging. And then last week against Richmond, it was a, a yeah, bit of a contrasting game. It was a little bit more open, more free-flowing and, and scoring affair. So nice for our players to be able to, you know, get gain the confidence that they came can uh, win in both types of modes, um, but yeah, from a from a health healthy perspective, yeah, we're we're okay. Good luck, mate. Uh, hopefully, we get a good crowd out there on Saturday afternoon. It kicks off on Friday night, Brisbane and the Adelaide Crows, and then North Melbourne and Melbourne on Saturday afternoon. Good luck. It's been a hell of a season again by you and your girls. Uh, we wish you well. Thanks for your time. Thanks, fellas. Thanks for having me. Good, Good on you, mate. Darren Crocker, coach of the North Melbourne Footy Club AFLW prelim finals this weekend.